Welcome back to Mix and Match Radio, the number one garage podcast in America. In the world. Yes, that is true. In the world. In the 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 solar system. Solar system, you know. Let's let's branch out. Uh, I am... Next stop, the universe. Amen. I am one of the three sitting hosts before you, Muhammad, to my right, my trusty man, Brayden. And then right here, we have our new host, Matt, once again. This new dynamic coming at you. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a it's been a productive day. I didn't sleep in too late. Mm. Made some lunch for my family. Not really lunch. I made a snack for them. What'd you make? It's called bruschetta. It's uh, I it's I've like heard of that. it's like chopped tomatoes, basil, vinegar, oil, and salt and pepper. I don't know why, but I feel like there should be broccoli in there just because there's a bee in there. I feel that too. You know what I mean? I like that. You know, yeah, I mean, it, sound, it, makes me it think sounds of like a, it would be well, but it makes sense think about me. it. it. It's it's like, it's an Italian I'm imagining a souffle derivative. for some reason. You're imagining what? I'm imagining, I'm imagining this looking like a souffle for some reason. Oh, not a chance. This is, it's like, it looks like a salad or like a salsa even, and you eat it on crostinis. So like toasted oh, French okay, bread okay, or something like that. Like, yeah. like an hors d'oeuvre? It's, it's an appetizer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god! It is got for listeners and viewers right now. I just felt a slight breeze, and that would not be possible right now if the garage weren't open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of having trouble closing it. Yeah, Cole, Cole Cole taught me or told me to like you're supposed to guide it down or else it's not going to close all the way. Well, that wasn't working for me, so we're going to have the garage door open for the first time ever. It feels amazing, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Hopefully it works out well. The, the the curtains behind us, or sheets, I should say, uh, are swaying a little bit. But I think I think this is going to be a good episode. I think we're not going to be sweating as much. I'm, yeah, I'm looking, for that, I'm looking for that forward singular to reason. <laughs> yeah, if y'all are hearing a little bit of disturbance, it's the sound of us being relieved with the cool rush of wind. Matt, how are you? I'm doing okay, man. I just got off work like, you know... Over like two hours ago with my new shift going on. And, and Jeff Bezos hoed you. Yeah, he hoed me pretty well because I got to work a little bit later than usual, but it's all right. I'm still making a lot of money, so that's it's good, okay. That's good. Good, good. I'd <laughs> love to hear it. So, guys, today is kind of a sad yet happy day. Mm-hmm. It is the 69th birthday, or what would have been the 69th birthday of the late, great Robin Williams. I... I just like Braden probably am a huge fan. Matt, I believe too is Massive a huge fan. fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah, we were we were all probably touched by Robin because of just the earlier movies that we saw as children: Mrs. Doubtfire, Aladdin, Patch Adams for Braden, Flubber, yeah, Flubber, Flubber. Flubber. I uh, forgot about Flubber. Happy Feet, Jinx, yes, uh, Jumanji, Jumanji, the original yeah. Jumanji. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And Good Morning Vietnam. I never watched that. It's a good one. I think you will like it. You you're you like complicated shit. So <laughs> so you like sophisticated shit. I'm sorry. There's this one. Sh- <laughs> so there's this one show that I guarantee neither of you have ever heard of. But it's like a very early Robin Williams. I don't know if it was like early early 80s. I think it was like early 80s. But it's the sh- it was the show called Mork and Mindy. I've heard of this. Is he heard an of alien? Yeah, he yeah, was an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah. I used to I used to watch that as a kid. I remember too, hearing so. about that. Yeah, just all of that. All all of that. I. I really wish I could see him in in newer movies, but I mean, he did, he did so good 
by us with his career with the movies that he did give us mm-hmm. that I'm content with not not having any more. But y'all remember how long ago he passed away? It was six years ago. It was in wow. it was in 2014. It just it's still surreal thinking that he's not with us anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. it's coming up on exactly six years. It was August of 2014. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. what would you say was y'all's favorite movie by him or? couple favorite movies so i'm gonna i'm gonna give a top three okay uh one and two uh we'll, we'll go here so uh patch adams is definitely one of my favorites one that i watched for the second time recently but one that like i was actually able to pay attention to because i had seen it before at like an earlier age mm-hmm. but wasn't wasn't really able to pay attention to it that's an absolute incredible incredible movie uh, I would I would suggest everybody who listens to this and my two co-hosts here to watch that. It's on Stars. Just get a free trial for a week and and watch it. It's it's worth it. Um, I like his supporting role in Goodwill Hunting mm-hmm. so much, and then his leading role in Dead Poet Society is absolutely incredible. And then comedy wise, I grew up watching Miss Doubt Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. That that was just such an iconic movie for me growing up. Listening to Dude Looks Like a Lady mm-hmm. as he's vacuuming and and making food for his kids who don't know that it's him and all that stuff also a great movie just enjoyed that so much i wouldn't i'm not gonna do a top three just because i have a favorite couple of films from him so mine's not too different from yours so i would say that mrs doubtfire of course that's probably the first robin williams movie i can ever remember seeing Mm -hmm. and that was that's a very iconic part of my childhood i vividly remember that aladdin of course can't go wrong with a genie one of the most beloved and iconic characters ever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, I was, a, I personally was a fan of the remake. I, I didn't think it was terrible, you know. And I think Will Smith did hit, did as best as he could, even though he knew he had very big shoes to fill. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Robin Williams' genie was super iconic. Obviously, Goodwill Hunting, he decimated that role. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Dead Poet Society too. I remember watching that in my speech class. And I, I thought it was very strange because I wouldn't imagine watching a film that long in a high school class. That was about 40 minutes. So we watched yeah. it over the course of a couple of days. He did amazing in that role. He inspired me, you know. Uh, he wanted me to say carpe diem every day and stand, yeah. stand on a desk. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> yeah. And then also Night at the Museum. I think he was a great Teddy Roosevelt. Dude, te- him as Teddy Roosevelt, Night at yeah. the Museum, really good. I mean, yeah. e- every role he has ever played. That's a great movie in general. He he inspires so much emotion, whether it's hap- happiness with his comedy and, and his jokes and or even just watching his stand-up and just watching it feeling like sadness or just – I mean, it's it's all – such it. a warm presence to have. Yes. You know? I mean, even was though he wasn't physically sad. with you, even though you didn't know him or he wasn't present in the same room, just seeing him on – the screen and watching him do whatever character. I mean, it just, it couldn't help to put a smile on your face. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Matt. Well, I mean, you guys kind of already touched all the notes. I, I really did love him in Aladdin. I think that's probably his most iconic role. It's the most like successful role he's ever done. In my opinion, I love them as Teddy Roosevelt in the Nighty museum trilogies. Uh, I liked, I really liked him a lot in, in good morning Vietnam. It was, that was a really good movie to me. I never thought I would get into it, but I watched it one day on Netflix. It was really, really good, in my opinion. And it, and it, he has a really iconic quote in that. It's basically the movie's title, but it's just the way he says it. It's the way his energy is when he delivers that, you know, just that good morning Vietnam. It's 
really iconic. Do you think to you me. can give us an example? Do you think you can do it justice? Uh, I, I want to, but it's like we're at Cole's house and it's like almost 10 o'clock at night, but I really want to. Yeah. I'd say you just give it a go. Give, give, give one of your. I'm so scared. Why'd you put me on the spot? It. Have at it. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. That was perfect. <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually do it. That I'm was so happy you did. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And so was he? Was he a radio host or something? He during- was a radio host, obviously in Vietnam. Uh, I think that was just the main reason why he, you know, really went there. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the full plot, I've but I just remember the scene. So yeah, so good. So. Uh, that is also one of my favorite uh, Robin Williams movies, mm-hmm. and my other one, Patch Adams. Both of those are based off of true stories, like mm-hmm. real people. Like the the character Robin Williams played in Good Morning Vietnam was based off of a real man that was a radio host in Vietnam, and people like that, and just R- Robin Williams' ability to play roles that bring a light to like a dark world, mm-hmm. whether it's Patch Adams and Good Morning Vietnam, Goodwill Hunting, all of it. It uh, it's just. It's, it's so inspiring. You know? It's so inspiring. And it's just uh, his so much beauty in his acting in, in these movies. And Good Morning Vietnam, I mean, such a dark time of Vietnam of like soldiers being there and not even knowing like what they're there for and having so much con- tra- controversy from back home. Yeah. And then a radio host wanting to bring light to that with new new and up upbeat music and bring some some laughter over the over the radio station that all of these people who have access to a radio uh, in the who's in the army in Vietnam, they're all listening to him. And to be kind of like a light in that dark, like I said, it's just another one of his incredibly inspiring movies. He was almost, or probably, the greatest foil in movies. Just he, he like you said, he just provided this balance or this uplifting charisma that yeah. just couldn't be. It's you couldn't just shun it away, you know. It's like no matter how down you were or anything for yeah. the characters, you're in yourself, you know. You're just super motivated or happy or just you felt you wanted to follow the man. Yeah, yeah. And I love uh, in Good Morning Vietnam. It's kind of like a side piece, but he he's teaching an English class for Vietnamese citizens uh, it, as part of the movie, and he just he makes it so so funny and like inspires them to learn it by laughing he makes them laugh and he and he barely knows their language and they barely know english but he makes them laugh and that like there's so much power in that yeah so much power in that it's it's absolutely incredible and then just robin williams as a person he he, he's been to multiple he's been across seas to multiple different like bases and stuff like that doing comedy shows for uh soldiers and i think i remember hearing about going to orphanages and and doing comedy or I, i heard one story of he uh this lady had a dying wish to to be with Robin Williams or like hear Robin Williams or meet him. And as she's like, as she's getting ready to pass away, like Robin Williams is there and making her laugh and just the, the power to be able to do that for somebody as they're about to leave this world and just make them crack up laughing is it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. I, I love agree. It. I It's very heartbreaking that, you know, he went out the way that he did, but I mean, I understand that people go through things and I mean, when their time comes, it comes, but it is just very sad, but I am happy with what we were given. I, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah. I, I am so content with all of the content from Robin Williams that we have today. Um, and I'll, I'll be watching him for, for the rest of my life. I'll be uh, suggesting him to friends and I will be 
showing my children every single one of his movies as they grow up as well. Because I, I think gr- growing up watching Robin Williams, like we were able to, I think I, I hold so much value in that. And yeah, I, I, I can only hope that uh, other people in our generation help to pass that on to their kids too. That's beautiful. Thank you. Well, on the topic of things gone too soon, Matt, yes, you and I have some grievances. We do. You know, I mean, things have been pushed back so much this year. And we were discussing this earlier. It's just this false sense of hope that the big brand companies keep providing us ignorant movie fans. They keep thinking that we will believe that, you know, if Tenant, for example, was supposed to be coming out July 31st, I believe, or something, July 17th, whatever it was, it was supposed to come out that date. And then they pushed it back a couple weeks and mm-hmm. then a couple more weeks. And then mm-hmm. now they're at the stage of just, you know, <sighs> saying that it's indefinite. Yeah. They don't know when it's going to happen because, I mean, right now many things are uncertain. And so just what are your thoughts on that? Well, how does that make you feel? Just constantly just feeling like this little plaything that they can just curl up in a ball and just throw at a wall constantly bouncing back thinking that they can just use us well uh first of all personally for me i'm not really a big christopher nolan fan like most guys are in this world uh i like him he's cool i don't really give two shits about his films though i i (laughs) I don't i i just like his dark night stuff and everything else i kind of just watch and never really watch again but he's a good filmmaker i will admit that um was i gonna see tenant Yes. Uh, this whole, uh, thing about it being delayed indefinitely, uh, it's upsetting, not because it's tenant, but it's upsetting because it's going to, it's really just the bigger picture that I'm looking at that, um, movies like Black Widow, Wonder Woman 84, A Quiet Place Part 2, uh, Candyman, any Eternals. any Eternals? Well, that's already delayed, and that's probably going to de- get delayed again. Yeah. Um. All these movies that I actually do and really do want to see are going to get that same treatment. Um. And it's really upsetting because America right now is probably a hot spot for the virus right now, and we can't get our shit together Man. for uh y'all motherfuckers. Because I really want to go back to the movies. But some people just don't want to listen. Some people don't want to be healthy. Some people just like being, I guess America just likes being sick for some reason. Uh, it's upsetting. If you guys cannot tell, I'm, I am actually pretty upset about not Tenet being delayed. I'm upset because I probably won't get any new movies this year. I won't see Black Widow this year. I'm, I'm a big MCU fan, but I won't see that shit because people don't want to wear their fucking mask. And it's upsetting. It really is. I, I, <laughs> I lost all hope in movies. You see what you're doing to my boy Matt over here? Get <laughs> you your have, shit you have together, broke America. This man. <laughs> I have never seen such a defeated Matt before, and I, I don't like it. I need I need y'all to get your shit together. Stop going out when you're sick. Mm. Wear your fucking masks. We need movies. Mm. Matt needs his movies. I don't want. I don't like seeing him like this. This makes me <laughs> sad. We need Matt needs his movies. I do. I mean, I mean. It's it's it it sucks though because you know the industry is struggling, and you know it's it's a it's a really risky business, but it's a fun business, 
and it really sucks that people like the like the Batman is delayed and that's not filming right now and a lot of things are not being filmed right now that can be coming out to us sooner rather than later and it sucks because I know you know the virus is going on but it sucks because we're not really doing the right things to just make it go away as fast as we can. I think we're just, you know, brushing it off like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get over it. But it's like, when will that happen? Well, I mean, everyone is, was expecting it to be over, you know, at the end of May or beginning of June. Like I was, I was assuming, you know, yeah. people were asking me, when do I think it would be over? Just mm-hmm. I created my own timeline because, you know, I was thinking people would be rational. They would be sophisticated. Yeah, you'd think. They you'd would think. understand the stakes because, I mean, you know, if you don't fix the solution, then you won't be able to do the things that you love doing, whether that's going to the movies. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is you like to do. Uh, golf. Yeah. I I'm mean, still talking golf right yeah, now. So, that, I mean, that's not really. Golfing without a mask. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's so annoying. And now it's kind of, I mean, I just saw recently from my old school district that until the end of September, they're going to be starting school online. Wow. Could have been avoidable. Just like many other things. And I mean, I'm not trying to make this a rant about the pandemic or anything, Shit, but will. it's just. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, it's I, more I than movies. I think this is a comment that y'all might be able to get behind. I think Americans are some of the most selfish people on this planet. Oh, 100%. It's, it's what, yeah, it, it's 100%. We, we're, we're the most selfish we, we group are. of people on this planet. 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's all based on the. And I would say, you know, it ties back to that American dream. You know, it's I want my car, I want my own house, mm-hmm. I want my own land, I want my See, own. See, I mean, that, uh, maybe that's just where American went wrong in the first and place. They gave us too much freedom. That. There's nothing wrong with that. It could be definitely much worse in other countries, like like other countries do have. But y'all got to stop being so fucking ignorant. It's Please. so sad. I mean, I've see I see grown adults, you know, treating this stuff like. A six-year-old would treat their mom taking away their toy. It's yeah. so sad. That, and, was, that was a great analogy. And it's not. And it's not just the movies for me personally. It is also the fact that I missed March Madness this year, my favorite sporting event in the entire fucking world. I love March Madness. I make maybe five fucking brackets for March Madness because it's just fun. Okay, I don't have March Madness this year. We're probably, we're probably going to get the NBA back. Probably, probably going to get the NBA back. We're probably going to get MLB back, but there's not going to be any fans. So it's going to be totally different. I was watching a Rangers game before I got here and they're playing right now. They have fucking sound effects for, for no, crowd cheering. No, yes, they, they do to make, That's to make, the, to make the, and, and the fact that we, they have sound effects because there's this empty, they're playing in empty stadiums is they sad. Just to, they just need to mic up the, the bullpens. It, well, because, well, I don't know if they want to do that because, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be, said. I don't want to be, I don't want to get mic'd up for that. But I'm just saying like, like it's, it's depressing that sports are coming back, but it won't be the same. Movies are getting delayed and we won't even see them. And I, it, it's all because we just kind of don't, we kind of just want to do our own thing and it really sucks. I'm not trying to tell everyone, uh, you know, how you should live your life, but it's like sooner or later, you know, if you're one of those people, sooner or later, man, you're going to want these things. And then you're going to realize you're going to be like, well, why can I have them? Well, it's because, you know, people are not following what they need to do. And we're just going to be trailing behind the rest of the world. You know, things yeah. are getting so much better in other countries and people are wanting to point fingers and blame other things for mm-hmm. the state of 
our country, but you got to be pointing your fingers at yourselves, man. Yeah, and then you know the same people who are complaining about wearing masks and, and not being able to go out are going to be the same people who are, who are going to end up complaining about why are we banned from these from going to these countries? Why is that? Yeah, I, that, that's bullshit. But you're the fucking reason. You're the reason that America is such a shithole right now when it comes to the coronavirus. And it, maybe in part it's because of all the protesting too. There's so so many different problems that could have been so easily avoided. Yeah, and it's it's all due to just human selfishness. Sh- selfishness. Selfishness. Self, selfishness. And, and uh, you know, I'm what. I, I want to apologize because I mean, I don't, I don't really like, to, I like to rant, but I don't like to rant. If that makes any sense. But it, you know, I don't really give two shits about tenant. I don't. It's just what I, what I saw the news of that happening. It just basically just told what me that encapsulates. Yeah. It just basically told me that, well, shit, I'm not going to see Black Widow. I want to see fucking Florence Pugh be Black Widow. Okay. That's my girl. Okay. I want to see, I want to see Wonder Woman do her thing. I want to see Godzilla versus Kong, but I can't God. see that stuff, you yeah. know? I can't see it. And it's really upsetting because I'm a moviegoer and you guys know this. I go to movies by myself all the fucking time. You know, I've started to do that or I used to do that before shit hit the fan. And yeah, I enjoyed it because I personally, I love my friends and I love my family more than anything on this world. But God damn it. Do I hate them whenever they talk during movies? I cannot stand that shit. Yeah. I love them to God. But dude, when my mom is sitting next to me in a movie theater and she asks me, what did that guy say? It's like, can you please pay attention? Just pay attention. Or when I see my friends Listen. sitting next to me on their phones, when mm-hmm. they just paid for a movie, mm-hmm. it's so distracting. It's a Dolby theater. You know, you should be able to hear the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come yeah. on. Come on. But yeah, that's, that's, that's just my take on just the whole, the, the, the tenant indefinitely release. I don't give a fuck about tenant. I was going to watch it. I'm sure it was going to be good, but it, it's just the other movies that I actually do care about that I actually wanted to see I probably won't get to see them this year and movie movie people stop giving us hope and just just delay your shit until things are actually good and just stop giving us hope because that just hurts more it's better to just rip the bandit off than to just keep peeling it like oh we'll come Beautiful. out it'll come out here oh no 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 it'll come out here just rip the shit off Very well I'm said. done I really am done like that's just my rant sorry about that I just had to get that off my chest I don't give a fuck about Tenet. Little, little tiny tidbit of an addition to that. I'm pissed because Spider-Man 3, the new one for the MCU, was supposed to come out on my birthday next year. Oh, now it is yeah. not. No, it's not. November. That was going to be my birthday gift to myself. I was yeah. going to walk my ass, I was going to drive my ass to that movie theater and I was going to sit down there and watch that Spider-Man movie. One now of, I'm not going to. Yeah. One of our, uh, one of our, frick. <laughs> I just knocked my mic over a little bit. <laughs> Uh, one of our first episodes on Mix and Match, we talked about like our excitement for the Hello Mega Tour, uh, Green Day, Fallout Boy, oh, and, yeah. and Weezer, and they were supposed to come to town on my birthday or like a couple days after my birthday or something like that, and that was all canceled because no, just people can't get their shit together. Yeah, concerts probably won't ever Con- fucking happen again. I I miss concerts. Yeah. I miss movie theaters. I miss it all, and mm. I I I don't even know like what the future is going to look like. Cause I feel like it's never going to be the same. It won't. Uh, it's just not going. You to assholes prevented me from seeing playboy. The Cardi. black plague lasted for like what? 800 years. Damn. I didn't know that. I, that's a long time. Yeah. If, if that, if, is that really true? That's, yeah, that's completely true. 800. That's a long ass time. Are it's you long sure? Ass time. I'm completely sure you can look it up. I really want you to fat check this, but <laughs> okay. That's, that's Mah- a long Muhammad's time. on it. 
I am, but interneting away. I miss, I miss going to, to see Endgame. Not even Endgame. I miss going to see Infinity War for the first time. Yeah. And hearing entire theaters of people scream and shout and clap for that movie. And then miss, I miss driving eight hours to Corpus Christi to see Endgame with Colby's. I saw Infinity War with him. I miss, I miss those movie experiences. Getting to see Ford versus Ferrari in theaters. And then, and then getting out of theater after that and just wanting to drive, just feeling like a race car driver. You can't get those experiences from watching a movie on your laptop or on your TV at home. It's just not the same. Yeah. And I, I miss it more than a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would give up so much right now to go watch just a absolutely amazing movie in the theaters. Yeah. I could not relate anymore to either of you. It is a very, tra- it is a grave tragedy amongst our nation. And I can only hope and pray for the better. That it'll, you know, hopefully towards the end of the year, things will pan out hopefully sooner. But that's me just being very optimistic. I like to look on the brighter side, but got to be realistic during these tough times. I gave I gave the fuck up this morning. If you guys can see my fucking face, I gave the fuck up this morning. So (laughs) look at what you did, America. Look at look at what you did to our boy Matt. To our listeners, Matt, this did is, you know we have a uh, huge follow, uh, following? It was either Thailand or that was like Cambodia, Taiwan, or Mongolia, one of the Southeast Asian countries. If y'all are listening to this, this is what America has done. Look at look at his face, and listeners, I know you can't see his face, but just imagine what his face looks like. Yeah. All right. That was a little moment of silence. Moving on. Guys, I, I I would like to talk about something that I'm pretty proud of that I did recently. Let's hear it. Let's uh let's bring some light to a dark world. Yeah. So you know I'll I'll brighten things up a bit. So recently, I changed by myself with my own two hands, with my own capable body and able mind. I changed a headlight bulb on my car. Wow. And. I've probably been driving with my high beams on for probably a year. Because it's been out for that long? Yeah, because my right, my right headlight bulb has been dead for, I want to say, probably a Muhammad. year. And so this entire how'd you time... Pass, how'd you, okay, it has to have been less than a year because I don't think you would have passed inspection No, it's, been, it's it. definitely been less than a year. Because okay. I'm coming up on my service right now. All right. So it's been, I'll say more than six months, all right? I mean, I'll fess up and say that I've known that I've had a tail light out or like a brake, a left brake light out for probably a month now and I haven't done anything about it. I'm so. just surprised <laughs> that my high beams have not died yet and they still work. I was just scared that, you know, once my high beams are dead, I am fucked. But thankfully that never happened and now both my headlights are working and I just wanted to bring this up because, you know, I feel that, and Braden said this too earlier, that it is a lost tradition amongst humankind to do things with their own two hands and, you know, reach that satisfaction it's of so, doing it's things so on your own. It's so easy to pay somebody else to do things and like literally everything. You can pay somebody to do anything on this, on this godforsaken earth. And I mean, it's kind of fun kind of fun fixing shit with your hands or replacing something with and i was i was gonna be damned getting out hot and sweaty my service is around the corner and i would be damned if i let them change my headlight bulb for me and then charge me 40 50 bucks for it i didn't they'd probably charge you like 67 and mine's a volkswagen so i know they'd upcharge the hell out of that shit you know europeans like it like it expensive yeah but i finally with the uh 
advice from my sister and advice more like constant nagging. She kept telling me to just change it, but I was just honestly too lazy. And so I finally did it on my own. I just YouTubed it. YouTube is so goddamn helpful. I mean, y'all know oh, that. Oh, YouTube is Y'all know that, but it is just... YouTube is the best. It's whenever you find something that you truly need, and, and you know whenever you type in such a really specific YouTube search and you find it, I, that's how I felt. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it'd be too hard for a headlight bulb, but, you know, just doing it by myself, I felt so happy i could feel the dopamine rushing into my brain yes because sir. Of that satisfaction i felt i was praying that when i was going to turn on my card that it wouldn't blow up because i was thinking that i for some reason i attached the fuse or whatever wrong yeah and so thankfully i did not it was working and i'm just very happy with myself it, it honestly made me want to learn more about cars and not just cars alone just doing handiwork i want to it made me want to just assemble a pair of shelves you know you should you should build a podium someday I'm not, I, 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 you have better experience with that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we like announced anything like this, but, uh, when we were planning on coming back for everything, we wanted to do like this big announcement kind of thing and how cool it would look in front of a podium. So I built a podium out of planks of wood and plywood and, uh, I sanded it down. I used a, a bandsaw to cut it all, and I, I think it looks pretty good. We'll, we'll have to show you eventually, but we still haven't used that. It makes me kind of sad. Uh, I wonder if I, uh, if I, did, I, I hope I didn't do that for nothing. But I do have to admit, it was a lot of fun building that podium. And recently, I, I had a little boo boo with my car, and I replaced the, uh, the front bumper and driver's side fender and headlight for that matter. And I, I was like bending shit back into place. Uh, because of the damage that I did and screwing things and getting on my hands and knees, getting on my back, getting my hands all nasty. And there's something just so satisfying about that. It makes at you the feel like a day. man. And the shower afterwards, one of the best showers you'll ever and have. And you deserve that Some shower. Some of the best showers you will ever have is hopping in right after you just got down and dirty, fixing something that you probably could have paid $500 for somebody else to do, but you're doing that shit yourself. And it's, and it's saving so the money. Satisfying. Yeah, saving the money is incredible. The what what I did to my car, um, which I had I had two of the parts painted, so that was like that was between the paint and the parts themselves, the paint was the most expensive. And that's because just because like I had the money, so I was gonna make sure it looked good after I was done with everything. But I probably might I probably saved myself over a thousand over a thousand dollars with how I went about fixing my car. And I mean not not only is like doing it yourself and the feeling afterwards priceless, but you're you're just saving money at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, and I it's, uh, it's, it's I think that's situation. the right way to do it. Yeah. I think that's the only way to do it. And I, it is easier, and I I'm not gonna say that I haven't had to pay people to do stuff for me just because I mean I'm lazy and it's easier, but it does end up costing you more. It's just it makes you feel the best analogy that I can think of is it makes me feel like those people or that guy in the home depot ad you know with the with the theme song going just doing things on your own it oh makes, yeah makes me feel like a man's man if, I, I've, I don't know if it's just my tiktok algorithm or something like that i've seen a lot of like home depot employees making tiktoks lately i've seen those on twitter yeah and I, I just think it's so funny yeah i've just seen the one girl who who sadly got fired because <laughs> yeah. she made great TikToks Those are fire at Home Depot. <laughs> so that's the only one that I've seen. Sometimes. Do you have any experience building anything or uh, doing anything that makes you feel happy or like a man? I don't think. Well, fuck. 
I want to say no and no. I don't have it. I'm not really a handyman. The, the, I don't even recall that I think I did this, but my friend came over because he has a drill and, uh, he helped me mount up my TV. It felt very satisfying that my TV is finally mounted because now it just looks bigger. I think it's like you space. hang on the mount. Huh? I think I saw you hang on the mount. I had to hang on the mount because he told that's me. That's how, that's how sturdy me, that is. He told me to hang on it to see like if the weight, but yeah, wow. we, we, we did that as a team. He did like, I want to say 80% of the work. Did you have a stud finder to find yes, the studs? I oh, did. I did. So much fun. I did find the studs and I did, <laughs> I did do the measurements. And then I also, um, you, you put it on yourself and made the joke, right? Yeah. You found a stud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the stud. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, we also did, I also got some, uh, curtain rods because I really wanted some curtains in our room because I got tired of, there's a fucking street light. It just beams through our fucking, uh. <laughs> oh, that cannot uh, be good. Even with the, the shades down. Yeah. So I got tired of that. So I got some blackout curtains. We got the curtain rod up. And now it's like complete darkness because I love that. So I that's the so most much... handiwork I've, that's the most handiwork I've ever really done. I get so much better sleep if curtains are drawn. Yeah. My, my room doesn't have curtains or my living room. <laughs> I alternate between sleeping in my bedroom and my living room just because I'm, I don't know. My living room has my TV, and so I'm always in there. And then my oh. bedroom, I just, it's, I, I don't well, sleep You, you had a mattress often. on the floor in your living room, didn't you? I, I have a futon in my living room. My mattress used to be on the floor in my bedroom until I got a frame. The frame is ass. I got it from Ikea. I'm not bashing Ikea, but it's just the choice of framing that I chose. It's kind of just... uh. What are they? It's like slats or slates or whatever. Slats. Uh, yeah, and it's like these uh, little wooden planks that sit upon the bed, like the box frame. Yep, for I, the have mattress. That. I have that too. They're yeah. slats. And then it has just the legs for the bed frame. Yep. And so it's not necessarily an entire frame that my mattress is covered inside. And so it makes the mattress look kind of lopsided. And it rises yeah. up in the middle because it's a little bit off-centered or whatever, or the middle beam is too high. And... I get some of the most uncomfortable sleep. I have not been sleeping properly for probably a year now. Uh, so you said you wouldn't shit on Ikea. I'm going to shit on Ikea. I don't like Ikea. Not a fan. I think like just walking through Ikea, I, it's... I love looking at the so designs. It's so unenjoyable for I me. Love I, looking at, I just what love looking at... I hate it, yeah. I love it. I think there's just so much everywhere. It what? just... That's the point. Well, it gives you ideas. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's just too much. It's like over, It's like overwhelming. Not I, a fan of IKEA. People, under, probably, I've, I've been in, I've been in one IKEA in my entire lifetime, and I'm probably well, never going to. That's gonna go, why. I, 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 I don't even care. I don't even care. I'm standing by that. I will never. Have step you tried the Swedish I, meatballs? I've heard those are pretty good. No, nah, I, I definitely won't eat food at IKEA. That's for come sure. on, man. Do you have a thing against Swedish people? No, I actually have a good friend named uh, who's who's from Sweden. Mm. His name's Malcolm. I play video games with him. Met him through Cole, but uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan of IKEA. I I love IKEA. I think it's phenomenal. I enjoy going through the design, the different designed rooms and the ideas it can give you. Mm -hmm. I, I can understand. See, that's what I, the internet's for. I don't want, I don't want to go to I Ikea. I like seeing things I have the internet. Though. I have so much more on the internet. I could go to Ikea's website if I really wanted but to, to see all that. You this. can't gauge how big something's going to be based off of your computer screen. You got to see it in person, bro. Sure, you can. They'll give you dimensions. Okay, but those dimensions <laughs> don't work in my head. I guess I just don't think properly like you. <laughs> But you, you need to visually see it to yeah, understand I'm, how, how, you yeah. know, I like to be in person. That's why I don't like online school either. I just like to be there. You I know? get that. Yeah. You're on hands guy. I can agree with you that it is overwhelming because it is too much shit for you to look at. And so, I mean, you can't see everything. It's a furniture store. guys. Yeah. I see. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of furniture stores in general. 
I'll say that. Yo, Nebraska Furniture Mart is actually Nebraska I've been Furniture there. Mart. It's too much. That's, it's, that's it's even kinda, worse than It's kind of underwhelming, and it's thought, so overpriced. Have you seen the prices at Nebraska Furniture Mart? So I, uh, one of the times, one of the first and only times I went to Nebraska Furniture Mart, my parents you were only shopping. go to furniture stores once, and then like years, like I don't like. I well, okay, I mean, I don't really have a reason to go to furniture stores. I don't own my own place. I don't need to buy my own furniture. So I don't have a need for that. Okay. And I, you'll come crawling back. Yeah. Like a few years ago, it it was when the Nebraska furniture mart first opened up in, in Frisco or Louisville or whatever it is. And, um, I went there with my parents, like looking for a new fridge and like we looked at a bunch of different things and then we went to like other different other stores and the same refrigerators were probably a hundred dollars cheaper at anywhere but Nebraska furniture mart. I don't know what the, I, I don't know why. I don't know where the value is in making a place as massive as that place and being able to charge more when you could go to a much smaller building. It's going to be easier to navigate through just the parking garage alone and Nebraska Furniture Mart. Is that's what makes it look, that's what makes it look big because the store itself, whenever you walk around and honestly gauge it with your own eyes, if you cut out that parking lot, it's not that big. I would say okay. it's, I would say it's around the same size of Ikea. I don't know. I remember like taking a, a Snapchat video of it and just look and just panning around it's where, where my view Don't was. get me wrong. And it, it looked like it just goes forever. It looked like it's a never ending, uh, just building. Of I would furniture. love to play hide and seek there though. See that if I, if I go to a furniture store, if I go back to a furniture store for any reason, It'll be to play hide and seek. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I asked my, I asked my current, uh, the only girlfriend I have right now. I asked her. <laughs> I, I, I asked her. <laughs> I was going to say uh, current, current, current gonna, girlfriend, my temporary girlfriend. You might as well said that. Part time. You might as well have said that. Part time. But oh I asked my, goodness. I asked my girlfriend to be my girlfriend in a Nebraska furniture market. Did you really? In front of the movies. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> but while we're on a subject, I have many hoes. I don't doubt that. Look at this guy. Not really. Look at this guy. Look at this handsome I fucking dude. I don't have any. Besides the one. She's not a hoe. She's a respectable woman. She's a respectable woman. Well, that's good. That's a, that's a good little backtrack you got there. <laughs> <laughs> to cover my bases. Yeah. Uh, uh, I But yeah, furniture stores, they're just not my thing. I went, I went to the dump one time when I was like really young. And like the only value I hold in it is sitting down. But then I think part of the frustration is like, as a kid going to furniture stores with your parents, you you want to sit down on like everything, but then you have to get up like two minutes later when you would rather just sit there and stay there, but you're constantly getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting down. I would down hate that parents, shit when I was younger. Yeah. And that's, I maybe that's where a lot of my hatred lies for these places. Cause that, I mean, that was just the worst. Does Autumn ask you to go shopping with her or anything like that? No. Okay. Because my That's sister, my, my sister asks me sometimes, and the times that it was more when I was younger. So the times I would go, I wanted to die, just because she would constantly pick up things, put things down, <laughs> tell me to sit here, stay here, I'll be back. Take God damn it, took two hours, bro. See, yeah, I think going going to any sort of store when you're a kid, if it's not for yourself, is just the worst. Oh yeah, and then I would be at GameStop, literally looking at the xbox section for about 30 minutes just seeing what game i wanted to yeah. get uh, double I, standard what okay i i do enjoy grocery shopping now though because i mean cook, cooking's my thing that that's my thing and m- i think a good majority of the times that my family is like oh we need to go grocery shopping they send me they give me a list or, 
or even make me help them write the list and send me grocery shopping. I think that's nice, and, but only by yourself. I don't like grocery shopping yeah. with anybody else. Yeah, I, you I have totally to go agree. by yourself. It's kind of I know what you mean. It's kind of therapeutic. You can throw in some headphones. Oh, 100%. I do yeah, that. You throw you throw in some headphones. I do that. You push that card around. Hell yeah. Walk, just walk down the aisles. Like, find leave it, me find the fuck alone. List. I'm trying yeah. to get my fucking chocolate milk and, and bread. And I, I do agree. That is some therapeutic shit going yeah. through a grocery store. I, I honestly enjoy walking around Target just as a pastime. That's what every white girl does. Yeah, I was about to say, Mom, my girlfriend what? does that. Or, okay, fine. <laughs> Target, Walmart, Kroger, whatever. Well, you know? Target, Target is, you know, she just I, loves I shop, Target. I shop more at Walmart, if I'm being yeah. honest. So do I. Uh, yeah. I prefer Walmart. I do I, want mm. to start shopping a lot cleaner, as in going to National Grocers or Sprouts, but it's very expensive. Oh, one of my favorite uh, – so the Bedford Farmer's Market. I go there pretty often, partly because they have this certain brand of chips that aren't – they aren't sold in very many places except Taco Casa and, far, and Farmer's Markets. But it's the it's the same brand of chips that my dad uh, had in his dad's restaurant mm-hmm. for the 30 years that they were open. So it's like kind of a, a nostalgic thing for my dad. So every time they want chips for our salsa that we make, he makes me go to either the farmer's market or Taco Casa to get those specific chips. Is that, the, is that your signature dish? Salsa? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like what we're known for. And especially my dad, because he's the only one of eight kids that has really continued making that salsa and selling it to all our friends and family. So, I mean, I've, I've grown up with it and I, I really love that I've grown up with it. I think it's so awesome con- continuing that tradition of the restaurant that was such a big part of that entire like my dad's entire family's life i can see y'all walking in a store around the street and the little kid tugs her mom she's like mom it's the salsa makers dude that's what like i i have like a small dream of hopefully doing that in the future with uh with my dad just like exploding our salsa business because it it is some of the best salsa you will ever taste gotta try it i don't know like I don't know how my grandfather did it because it's just some bomb ass fucking salsa. And most people of my family's friends that have tried it and just people like friends of mine that I've, I've had taste it. Uh, if, I mean, they, they always say it's either the best salsa they ever had or one of the best. So I mean, it's, it's some good stuff. Do I have a signature dish? Like, is there anything you love to make or that you, you know, you can own the shit well, out of when you well, make it? Well, I think, I think everyone that knows me knows that I just fucking love spaghetti. I do know that. Ooh, spaghetti. I That's fucking a good love one. spaghetti too. Okay. And, I mean, every time I, and every time I make it, I always want to take pictures of spaghetti, just a plate of spaghetti. Do you yeah. do like a marinara and meatballs or do you do a meat sauce? I, fuck, I don't know. Is, <laughs> mar, is, is, mar, is marinara, is marinara, uh, bread? Yeah. I, okay, look, okay. Look. So red sauce. Look, look. Okay, look. I go to Walmart. I get the great value traditional, traditional one. Sometimes. Do you doctor it at all, or do huh? you just just as is when you when you make it. Man, I don't do any type of fancy shit. I just kind of plump it in there. Can, can we have a mixing? Can we have a mix and match uh, cooking class, and I can teach you all some fucking culture? Hell yeah! Of adding flavor to your food. I had no flavor. We gave you spices, motherfucker. Oh, okay, you're you're not. Wrong. I'm not talking about you. You Muhammad. would not have I'm your salsa without. I'm not us. talking about you, Mohammed. I'm, I'm I'm going to Matt right now. <laughs> I, I I don't. I feel bad about like just absolutely dogging on I don't, what, I, I what you, your, your favorite dish is and it's like you're saying it's your signature dish but when i hear it's not it's not when i, mean, I when not, i hear spaghetti noodles and a can of of great value <laughs> hey man pe- uh pasta sauce good. and you just hey, put it on it, he likes it hey man you don't do that's how you do it you boil the noodles and oh, you yeah. pour the the warmed 
sauce on there and that's your spaghetti with my, with my with my meatballs okay, okay so you do have meatballs and i get some texas toast Ooh. you know texas toast and i put some parmesan cheese like the on like it. the frozen texas toast you yeah. put in the oven yeah. yeah i don't make that shit what the fuck <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm not ratatouille okay <laughs> um, do you, but do you like would you like to in the, in the past or are you, are you pretty content with how you do it now you know man not in the past, in the when future. i when i when i first wanted to, when i was like trying to move out and stuff like that i i had this phase I always go through like the little tiny faces. I had this phase that I just wanted to be like a cook. Like I want to cook shit. And then, uh, that phase lasted for like two weeks. And now my girlfriend kind of just cooks, cooks for me like every, every day. That's you, the what'd dream, you make? Except for spaghetti. I kind of, every time a spaghetti night I cook. So what'd you make during those two weeks? Uh, we made, we, we buy a lot of frozen chicken. And we made like quesadillas. We made, we make, we, we make a lot of Mexican dishes. Oh, you can't go wrong with so, Mexican, baby. Yeah. We make a lot of Mexican, which kind of, it doesn't, though. it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't like bother me, bother me, but it's like, damn, I wish we made something new, but like I love Mexican dishes, but we made a lot of that. Uh, we tried box foods and like, um, hamburger helper shit. And that didn't really work out that well. And I fried, I, 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 uh, I can't believe I did this shit. Um, I burnt some mashed potatoes, so that was <laughs> how. Yo, okay, okay, I, we have to go through this. How okay, do you okay, burn okay. I'll, okay I'll, I'm gonna make it quick because I ain't trying to bore y'all. <laughs> uh, I this so, is not boring for me at okay, all. This so, is so, so entertaining. So we have a we have a deep fryer. Uh, we didn't. I didn't realize how long the deep fryer would take for mashed potatoes. No, no, no. For the okay, chicken. Okay, for the chicken. Okay. Mashed potatoes was the side. <laughs> Uh, we had a deep fryer for the chicken. Uh, did not realize how long it would take. I made the mashed potatoes a little too early. And I thought to myself, if I put the fucking thing on low on the stove, uh, it was, be careful it would stay warm. I put it on low. I kept it on the stove and it took me. You, you gotta stir that shit if you're gonna keep see, it on low. I did not stir that shit. <laughs> so, um, that happened an hour later. The chicken was done. I smelled, you know, I smelled fries. You know, cause it's, it's potatoes. Yeah. I smell, start smelling fries. Like, where the fuck is the smell of fries coming from? And, uh, I opened the, I opened the, uh, the little can thing and, uh, my mashed potatoes were burnt. Did you remake them? I did remake them. I made, I made them pretty fucking quick. Uh, but I was like, damn, how the fuck did I burn mashed potatoes? But I mean, I'm not really a cook anymore. I only cook spaghetti and cereal. <laughs> Spaghetti and cereal. You gotta love it. You know how to do toast? You gotta, you gotta yes. show me that. You ever eat that scrambled recipe. eggs? I fucking hate eggs. You hate eggs? What? Wow. We're not gonna go down this road why Matt hates eggs, but I don't like eggs. No, no, no. We're going not, down this fucking road because every time I say, every time I say I don't like something, okay. I get absolutely shat on. Well, okay. On well, this podcast. So this I is just, your turn. I just don't this like is, eggs. This is the initiation, Matt. Okay. What about how, it? how do you not like eggs? There's just, so many different ways to eat them. I don't like the color. The color? You don't like the color yellow? No. I What's wrong with the color yellow? I just I do you not like cheese. I, I like cheese, but I don't give. A, I don't What's give wrong a, with the? You don't like the color I, of cheese. Either? I just don't. I just don't like eggs. I just taste them, and I was like, not for me. Just like raisins. I don't give a fuck about raisins. I like raisins. Okay, I have. You like salsa? I fucking love salsa. I think I think I'm gonna make you some eggs. Throw some salsa in there. I don't. It why would it, Why mind. would you put eggs and salsa <laughs> together? You've never had salsa on eggs. I don't eat eggs. Oh, I mean, I, I guess like that, you have a point. I'm saying like, I, this is going to be a, re- this is going to be a revelation for you, Matt. I, that, that, that was a big mess up on I don't, me. I don't, I don't, I don't eat eggs. Eat eggs. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really fuck with eggs, guys. I mean, like, I don't. You ever had an omelet? No, 
but you know what? I will admit though, omelets omelets do look really good, okay. especially you know just the way people make it. But it's like they're better than sunny side up. I will, say, at least in my opinion. Let me see, and all all that all these Sun, I think scrambled eggs the on that sunny side up. I don't get that shit. Well, sunny side I, up is the yolk above. And I'm I, I know I'm going to sound stupid here, but like I I look at that yolk and I think <laughs> to myself, what if that was a baby a baby bird? And that's just, just all gooey now. And I thought about that ever since I was a kid and I, I can never get that out of my head. I'm sorry. You know, the, that's one reason okay. why I don't like eggs. So you think the yolk what could have been the baby bird? Yes, I actually, I actually truly believe that for a while. And you okay. know what? Saying it out loud right now, I kind of still do believe it. So, um, that's why I don't eat eggs because y'all just eat baby birds that are all gooey. And I do like it. So I why do, don't you eat chicken? I fucking love chicken. <laughs> I love chicken. You know what? You made a good point. But, but, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The chick, the chicken, I can see the body. It's not gooey and shit. You know, eggs, it's like you turn the, you turn the baby chicken yellow and now it's like the whole body's gone. But if you think about it, the chicken's just dismembered. Hey, man. I love chicken. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think about that shit too much, but I just don't like eggs. I don't like the way they, I don't like the way they taste in my mouth. I know, you know what you mean. Because... I feel that. So, but that's like why there's so many different ways to eat eggs. You can, you can make softer eggs. You can make harder eggs. You can make eggs in an omelet. You can make fried eggs. You could put an egg into a frittata. None, none of those. You can make, none you of that make... sounds appetizing to me whatsoever. See, I, I used to hate eggs growing up and I would not eat them at all. But mm. for some reason, I, I think it is true. I feel like you've heard about this. Like as you grow up, your palate changes. Or your yeah. Yeah. Change. Like when I, when I was a kid, I didn't like avocados and now I can't get enough. I of used to hate cheese and now I don't mind cheese and same with <laughs> eggs. And so I love eggs. I, I prefer my egg over medium. Um, over I like it. A little, I like it a little bit runny, but yep. I also don't like seeing the yolk. I love an omelet. I love putting my egg on Asian dishes like fried rice or Dude, in, egg, uh, egg like and my rice. noodles or something. Have you have you had that? Have you have you had egg and fried rice before? That is different, and I will it tell you, it's so good. Like at Chan's, I always get two eggs in there, and it is because it is amazing. Muhammad, you've eaten Chan's with me, like maybe five times, which I've still never had Chan's. Have you sure. seen? Have you seen me ask for eggs? I haven't, but no. I'm just telling you that's why I get it. I know. I see you do it. it I see them. I see them no, crack Matt, that shit, to, and I think that's. It. I think that's disgusting. You need to try it. I think I th this is maybe, maybe when it. you get older and your taste buds rearrange, you might have a different opinion. I'm still gonna hate eggs. Maybe you never know. Never say never. I'm Just never. Like Justin Bieber said, "I'm never gonna eat eggs." See, you, you and I are the, like the exact opposite. So, like, we've had this discussion of how I don't like cereal or milk, and I don't know if you ever listened to that you don't podcast. Like oh, I remember hearing I that. Think shit. I remember this. Yeah, you remember you that. I, I, yeah, I listened right, right before. Now that's outrageous. <laughs> that's that's just <laughs> now that's out. Now that's plain. That's suicidal. So, so me growing cereal up, cereal and milk. I didn't like what everybody else was eating for breakfast, so I ate eggs every morning. I cooked myself eggs every morning, so like I, I've grown. I've grown up with perfect the breakfast and eggs. Thank you. Thank you. And you, no, so you, okay, easy. you say that. Well, y'all shat on me for eight, for eating eggs every morning in that first episode. Well, I just hated that you didn't like cereal. I get that. I get that. I I, I'm, that I'm, a, I'm a strange human being. How the hell can you not like fruity pebbles or cinnamon toast crunch? Or hey man, I don't really, I don't really it. like that shit either. I only eat like three cereals. Cheerios. I like Cheerios. Fuck no. I love Cheerios. I, I don't even like the Cheerios. smell of Cheerios. What do you, what do you, what cereals do you eat? My, my, my main is, uh, Fruit Loops. My second, my secondary is Frosted Flakes. Frosted and my Cheerios. alternative is, uh, 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 
Lucky Charms. I don't fuck with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sorry. I don't fuck with Reese's Puffs. Sorry. I don't, I don't fuck with, uh, I don't fuck with, uh, the Rice Krispie shits. Sorry. Like raisin, well, those you gotta like add sugar brand. to. Those are so bland to me. Yeah. My top three cereals in order. Fruity Pebbles, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Not gonna change my yes. mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a top three favorite cereals. Yeah, he don't like cereal. Ain't that, cereal. ain't that crazy? It's he don't okay. like cereal. It's okay. You don't have to like eggs. We don't, we don't, don't like, have to like cereal. People, people don't like certain things. I don't like fucking eggs. He don't like fucking cereal. See, I need, fine. Th- I, it, we have waited too long to get mad on this podcast because I mm-hmm. needed a guy like this <laughs> to back my ass up when I was getting just fucking demolished by Muhammad. I do Paul. remember that. I was like, damn, they're really going at him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do it again. Go, go, go. It's, get at him. It's sadistic. <laughs> it's just you were on the ground and he just kept kicking you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a really good. I have changed. I have, I, I have tried to change my ways, and you know, stop attacking me. I, I might just make it to where Cole never returns, because I think the second he returns, <laughs> we'll, we'll change. He, the he, will, he will have missed. He won't going have off on me anymore. so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Matt, y'all, I, and Muhammad's changing. I've got Matt now. This is this is a mix and match revival. Yeah, this is, this is a, an awakening of yeah. peace and understanding. <laughs> that was not here before, and I, I couldn't be happier for the future of this. It's the it's the age of enlightenment, but in podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, I'm very intrigued in how this will go with four people on at the same time. It's gonna suck because it will be. It's we, gonna be crazy. It's we gonna be, all it's interrupt gonna each other all the time, yeah. and so that's just gonna. I'm sorry for whoever's listening. Who's gonna be listening to that? I, I still hope y'all do because Muhammad and I might be more more used to uh, hosting. Question. I was. I've, I'm just doing it for the for the people who are visually watching this, so I can, won't interrupt y'all. But um, <laughs> it's gonna suck for me personally because I kind of got used to just this being my camera and me being it. Just me and now you get to share now I have motherfucker and well and now I have to share it which is gonna kind of suck because I really like I really like this angle but now I gotta share with somebody but it's all right well I think whenever this gets big enough we'll get four individual cameras no individual cameras I like that mm, I like the idea that get big enough one day one day yeah one day not next week though (laughs) no (laughs) yeah just uh, keep streaming this and tell everyone you know and that reality will come true soon yes. I think I think we can end it there. Um, I think so. I had a lot of fun with this. Episode. This was a good podcast. You, I think yes. Uh, we're keep, we're keeping it under uh, under an hour here, but I think it what what said needed to be said. I I miss Robin Williams so much, but I'm so thankful for everything he gave us. Um, movies are gone. Movies They're going to stay gone. They should stay gone until mm-hmm. well, better. Stop until giving y'all stop giving home. us hope. Just just kill it right now and let us be excited when they come back. Amen. And America, get your shit together. And Matt, I'm I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have you try some eggs with some salsa on them. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna eat change them. your fucking mind. I'm not gonna eat them. My mom. Okay, <laughs> final tidbit. This is gonna sound very weird. Maybe a little bit intriguing to you, but okay. My mom makes this one dish. It's called mahas. It is brain. And one day, is it like sheep brain? It's like sheep or goat or something. Yeah. Uh, my mom tricked me years ago, <laughs> telling me that it was eggs. I ate it. I liked it. She mm. told me it was brain. I spit it out. And then you've never eaten it since? I've never trusted my mom ever again. It's, <laughs> it's, fun, it's funny when you like, they trick you to eat something and it's like, you it's like good. It. It's like it, but then you know what it is and then you <laughs> yeah. just don't like it no matter how good it tastes. I mean, that happens. Yeah. So annoying. 
All right. But that is the episode, <laughs> that's, guys. That's going to be it. I had a joy meeting with y'all tonight. Um, whoever's listening to this, I just, quick, I yeah. just want to say, bad. I just want to say real tidbit that, uh, Muhammad works really hard on the visual podcast. So, uh, we just, I just want to say to, for all of us here at Mix and Match that we do appreciate everyone who, uh, watches the YouTube videos. Uh, cause Muhammad, like I said, he works really hard on these. Uh, he's really a one man, one man show. Uh, anybody who takes the time to listen to our episodes on, on, on Spotify and Apple, uh, iTunes and stuff like that. Thank you. I know I just got here, but, uh, seriously, thank you, uh, for just supporting us in general. Uh, it really means a lot. And, you know, we're, we're slowly but surely getting back into the groove of things. Like we said, hopefully we don't have to repeat that shit anymore when we're just, you know, it's a normal thing. Uh, that's really all I have to say. I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I, I did receive a DM. I don't want that. This is like a sourdough, but I did receive a, D, a DM when I got revealed that I was the host and someone, someone said that, you know, they, they made the right choice. Uh, they made the right choice putting you there and I'm really happy for you. Still not going to listen to the podcast. You know, they were what? honest. They were honest. No, no, no. Hold on. They were, they were honest. I, I appreciate that they were honest, but, yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was nice. I got a compliment, but I appreciate they were honest. Yeah. But, but, but what I'm saying now is like the people who do listen, the people who do watch and the people who take the time out of the day to listen to us for an hour. Thank you. Um, we, you know, we're just three, three to four guys in a, in a garage, but, uh, we really do appreciate it. So thank you very much for just taking the time out of your day so yeah that's beautifully that's said. very nice matt and we we still continue to appreciate any feedback we can get uh yes. from y'all whether it's comments instagram dms twitter dms com mm. comment at us uh on twitter all of it because uh we we want to do everything to to make this better for y'all any, anything any questions y'all have any suggestions y'all have for us we will take them and implement them and or we'll just Throw it in the trash. I mean, I mean, just like we, we will appreciate everything we get from y'all. Just critique us if you want. I mean, I really don't give a fuck. But just you know, if you guys prefer something, if you guys prefer someone to talk a little bit more than the other, I mean, just let us know. Or if you just we can tweak it. If you just fucking hate a topic that that we're on, yeah, tell us, and we we won't talk about that anymore. Communication is key. Communication yeah. is key. This is this is a good. This is a. Uh, this needs to be a well-oiled machine of relationship between us and our listeners. And if if y'all don't like something and we don't know that you don't like it and we keep doing it and you stop listening, yeah. it's gonna make us feel a well little said. bad. We're gonna we're gonna miss y'all. We're gonna miss y'all listening to us. So any anything you've got for us, we we want to hear it. And just keep uh just keep following us on Twitter. Keep telling your friends, tell your family, and just it, keep keep enjoying it. And we we love all of y'all who support us. And I think we. Can end it there. And on that note, we will see y'all on the next yeah. episode of Mix and Match Radio. Thank you. you guys. Deuces. Right